I was in Genesis Then I rode in the air tonight And against all odds at the studio After I narrated Tarzan I thought I would narrate a bunch of films But it turns out no one wants me to do that Bad science Did the movie get it right? Bad science Or will we have to fight? Bad, 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 bad science Hi, everybody. Welcome to Bad Signs. I'm Ethan Edinburgh, and today we're talking about the best Phil Collins narrated film of all time. <laughs> it's Tarzan, the animated 1999, I think, film uh, Tarzan by Disney. Anyways, I have two extraordinary guests. I'm very delighted to have them on the program. First, it's a professor at the University of California, Dr. Greg Bryant. How's it Hi. going? Good. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Uh, we've been having a wonderful conversation as we were waiting for Addie uh, <laughs> about music and how you just got back from the UK. You did a talk about laughter, the evolution yeah. of laughter. Is yep. that correct? Yeah. Okay. So we got to dive into that. But speaking of laughter, we have comedian, actress, and writer Addie Weirich. That's right. Who was late, <laughs> but but on purpose that so you guys could bond. And it worked. Yes. It worked. Yes. yes. Yeah. Thank you. Got to play the ukulele. Got, you got to play the ukulele. Yeah. Yes. Uh, part of my plan. Yep. <laughs> definitely. Definitely <laughs> didn't want to. Definitely didn't want to witness that for sure. Oh, you'll witness it, Greg. If you will, you must uh, serenade us at some point at some oh, on no. the uke. Oh no. Uke must do it. I don't know. It's terrible. Um, okay, so anyways, let's talk about the movie for yeah. just a second here. Sure. Tarzan, when did you guys first see it? What are your thoughts on the film? Oh, well, I, th- I, uh, I think I, I mean, I think I, I saw it. I don't remember because I mm-hmm. was a child. Mm-hmm. I, I remember it just it being one of the canon uh, videos. So it must have been when I was like maybe around the time it came out, like four or five years old. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, you're fifteen. I am 15 years old. He's a little tiny baby, for sure. (laughs) Little tiny baby. Uh, Yeah, I had a a similar experience, just to chime in. I remember that I'd seen the movie before yesterday, where I rewatched it. But I didn't remember anything about the movie. I must have just watched it once when I was little, and then ignored it forever. There were things that I like. I was like, oh, I forgot about this part. But honestly, I think I had watched the the second movie more recently. Because then there's like a second sequel, Tarzan Two, which is like Jane of the Jungle. I didn't even know that existed. Oh yeah, because Jane. And her dad and her professor daddy stay there, stay there. Yeah. and then you get to see like later, and then what they happens? have a kid. Um, that I forget that I just honestly probably like another the two animal. Sentence, yeah, summary. Yeah. yeah, I would I would guess a two sentence summary would be um, humans and animals try to co- coexist, and mm-hmm. there are issues. Yeah, and the, <laughs> and the professor dies, dies. and the professor probably dies. Oh wait, maybe he does actually. That he was sense. definitely up there. He's really old already. Yeah, yeah. but he was her dad. He was I was dad. puzzled by that because he seemed like he was 75 and she was like 16. Right. No, she's definitely like 27. She, oh, well, that makes it better. I think for sure 27. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. And he also makes this like weird joke about leaving her alone with a chalkboard at one point where I was like, wait a minute, is he her dad? Is that still what's going on? But That's then, why I think she's 27. Yeah, yeah. I think, 27. I think, yeah, I think that <laughs> exactly. 27 is old enough that your dad can start joking with you. Yeah. But young enough that she still is like, oh, are you 16? I think that's 27. Right. Yeah. 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 So when did so you? She likes younger guys, I guess. No, I think he's no. How he's old? Eighteen. Do you, you think he's eighteen? I think that's what oh they right. They, at one point they did specify yeah how long when he'd been they, there. Are you serious? I think so. Good for her. I mean, uh, great for yeah. her. Yeah, that great is for great her. for her. But maybe she's 
She can't, she can't be 18, I think. Let's say she's 27. She likes younger dudes who are ripped, by the way. Absolutely ripped. Absolutely his, ripped. His, he, he has never missed leg day a day in his life. Yeah, he's <laughs> jacked up. Well, from all that vine all surfing. All vine surfing, yeah. Which is uh, <laughs> the only it. thing that I remembered, I think, from this movie is these like great, I don't know, what I thought to be exciting vine they surfing are. sequences. Like, just to talk purely animation. Yeah, beautiful. it's good in that way, yeah. Yeah, it it's is It's really cool, yeah. yeah. Okay, so you saw Tarzan a long time ago and again no, recently? No, I saw it last night okay. and then fell asleep and then watched the rest today. <laughs> oh, okay, nice. great. For the first time? Yes. <gasps> oh, wow. Whoa. Never seen it. What but you also that? chose this movie, no? I did. So I know the story. Okay. I think there was, there was, um, there has been a, a lot of Tarzan movies and I, I'm not sure if there's another animation, but I remember the old Tarzan movies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, there were, um, I have another story about the chimps that were in those movies, but okay. Um, mm-hmm. So love chimps. Love yeah, chimps. Um, there are movie chimps that were in the Tarzan movies. Okay, and anyway, movie I'll, tell you that. I'll tell you about that later. Ooh, a but, little tease. Um, the yeah, so I just know the story th- from the old movies. And I think they were probably made in the fifties and sixties. Okay, yeah. Um, and it was I can't remember the actor's name, but he was the Tarzan dude for a lot of that. And so, sure. you know, everybody knows the story basically because it's sort of. Built into our culture, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, it I mean, time. it's based on that mm-hmm. that original novel or whatever, right? Or the series of novels. I guess the guy wrote a bunch of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'd never seen this particular animated version, but you or always heard those to. Phil Collins songs. Wow, which it really was amazing. Oh my god, I don't know about those, but so. But then, <laughs> then I learned he wore. I mean, he won Grammys. That's and right. Academy Awards. Yes. All this shit for those songs. Yeah. I had no yeah. idea. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a Phil Collins fan particularly. Oh, so. interesting. What about uh, Genesis? I mean, I'm sure he's a very nice guy. Huh? What about Genesis? Genesis. Uh, yeah, early Genesis, I can handle that. Okay. My brother really likes them. So more was, of a uh, Peter Gabriel fan. If I had to go one way or the other, yeah. Okay, and you do. Yeah. So, <laughs> there uh, was a for sure a moment in this movie where I was like, wait, is the... <laughs> gonna be in the is it gonna be it I can feel you know it what I give comments. you credit for not busting out with any of that kind of stuff yeah. right? that's true really yeah. but I, I honestly I don't remember the last movie I watched that one artist did all the songs right. and it was, and it was really unusual. cool yeah. because he also Phil Collins was specifically also singing from Tarzan's point of view and <laughs> right. I thought that was because there were some where I was like oh this he's literally saying like I've never felt this way about her before I think about her a lot. And yeah. That's right. So it was kind of like a musical. Yes. <laughs> in that sense of that there was music How driving easy narrative. How been to make it Tarzan just singing that shit? They decided early on, I read, not yeah. to do that. They were uh-huh. like, I think it would be ridiculous if Tarzan's singing also these songs. Sang. So let's have somebody song narrate. I, I mean, if did. Tarzan made music, it would not be like Phil Collins, I can tell you that much. That's yeah. true, yeah. yeah. I, I did like it. And also seeing, just because you said Tale as Old as Time, <laughs> I do want to point out that they had that little wink to Beauty and the Beast when they zoomed in on that teapot and Absolutely. it was the Miss Pot teapot. And she looked oh, like, nice. the, her outfit at least like was Belle. like Belle. Yeah. yeah, really interesting, yes. With terrible jungle attire. Te- oh, awful. But Lasted a very long time. Yes. With no stains. <laughs> it <Insane>. looked perfect. <laughs> perfect, beautiful. Yeah, and just Bright I, yellow, come on. It seems like she would have known not to have worn that stuff, but whatever. Also, I feel like this Phil Collins approach that you're discussing, yeah. the song narrative style, yeah. we got to do more of this, right? I really liked it. Can we write a film that's like overly song narrated, like 80% of it is not people talking <laughs> or singing, but talking. it's us singing about how they're feeling? <laughs> yeah. 
Isn't that called musical theater? I, I, no, because they can always see them. They're singing. I like Phil Collins being in a yeah. vocal recording room. Right. Like, like in a VO. We could do PIP. Maybe you can see him in the studio. Ethan, I am down. Like okay. I, know, I know like we're doing a podcast, but I also am down for No, this. listen. Some of the greatest stuff comes out of bits, and I think this, this is a is great bit. bit that will work on film. Okay. I think we need to make at least, at the very least, a short film where we're just singing everybody's film. feelings. Yeah. Because he took different perspectives, too. It's not like he was just Tarzan. Sometimes no. he'd be like, the mom. Different families. And he's yeah. just like narrating the film. You it know? is two worlds, one family. And wow. I was like, oh, right. But that's the thing. They sounded so much just like songs. Yeah. I was like, I feel like I, I have just heard this song. Absolutely. Before. They were great pop songs. Yeah. I think they were in my head afterwards, which I wasn't particularly pleased with. <laughs> well, good thing for you, they all generally sound the same. So you have I like. I think I'm the minority in the Phil Collins uh, dislike. <laughs> that's category. true. I don't know what's wrong with you, Greg. I, know, I, I guess I we'll, hopefully we'll get to that I'm by the old. end of the podcast. <laughs> we'll diagnose you with some sort of mental illness. I remember when the drum thing, th- I remember when that came out. That's how old I am. Yeah, it was awesome. It's that was still an accident. Awesome. You know the story behind that, right? <laughs> no. That it was accidentally, um, there was a setting of a gated reverb in the mm. studio and somebody was playing the drums in the, in the studio and it okay. was going through the system with the gated reverb on by yeah. accident and they heard it on accident. They heard the drums going through that thing and they, they thought, what the hell was that? <laughs> and then so they cool. decided to start doing it on purpose and that created a whole trend. And it was just Whoa. a kid who had like Found his way into a VO thing, picked up two sticks, and was just like, "What well, is a drum set?" Boo boo ba dee ba da ba doo ba ba doo. Hey, Rick, get out of here. Rick, Phil's gonna do it. Rick, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I, I also read. I don't know if this is true or what the story was that yeah. Peter Gabriel like had that sound going a, a couple years before Phil Collins, but Phil Collins' music was like way more poppy mm. and digestible. Peter and so, Gabriel propaganda. Right. Exactly. I think that's yeah. been out there. You didn't know you were learning about uh, Phil I know, Collins today, but then we can also get so much into like originality and what's original and what's oh, like, yeah. you know, and, and is it is it more about what you're doing or is it more about who's doing it? Right, and how you and how they're put it out there. It. Yeah. Sure. yeah, yeah. Um, I wanted to also say that, speaking of these songs, yeah. I, which I just, I thought it was so funny to picture, Phil Collins wrote like three of them just while watching for the first time mm. like the storyboards and footage. I and like, that. you know, he was, so he was literally sweet. just out loud describing what like narrating what he was seeing ah one world human one world apes two worlds one family <laughs> write that down write that He'll down write that down <laughs> and that was it that was the natural thank you Greg yeah am, she is I'm... that's why she's here thank you um, okay so before we get into I have a bunch of t- yes. uh, f- stupid Tarzan stuff I wanted to get to and then I have a bunch of stupid science stuff that I wanted to okay, get to get but to it. before all that something that is not very stupid is a game I want to play oh, about fun. Jane Goodall because uh, that's pretty much who she's portraying in the movie Jane right Jane Goodall except Did Jane not... didn't go with her daddy well yes that's true although she did go with her mom, I read, which was interesting. She like she, they weren't they didn't let her go to Tarzania, I think it was, uh, by herself. They were like, no, you need a chaperone. So she brought her mom, which I thought was adorable. That's and, awesome. Like very cool. So, anyways, I don't know what you guys know about Jane Goodall, but I am going to quiz you both. And so the game is called oh, Shit, man, the pressure's oh, on no, for me. No, the pressure's on for both of you. Uh, the game is called Jane Goodall, more like Jane Greatall. Oh, Jane Goodall, more like Jane Greatall. Okay. <laughs> so I want to apologize about that. I came up with it this morning. But here we go. So you can both take a guess on each of these. When was Jane born? Um, uh, 1937. Okay. And where? In Virginia. Oh. <laughs> Shit, man. That's a pretty good guess all the way around. Um, 
Let's see. I would guess. Is she dead or is she alive? She's alive. Oh, fuck. I would guess that she was, yeah, born in, yeah, I think the 30s is a pretty good guess. I'm going to go with the 30s. Can you give me a specific year just for fun? I mean, now she's influenced me, so. Yep. I'll go 1932. Okay. And where? In, oh. Yeah, I'll probably, I mean, East Coast somewhere, I have no idea. You were just Actually. there. It's London, oh, and it's well, April 3rd, 1934. Whoa! So oh, technically, okay. you won that one. Yeah, that, uh, Price is Right style. Guys, Price is right. I, oh, I went over. I, this is really well, how years. I play. I have a photographic memory, and Ooh. so the way that I play trivia is that whatever my gut thinks the answer is, yeah. I spit it out. Great. That's a good strategy. It is that a good strategy. Good. I am 50-50 on it, <laughs> so we'll okay. see how okay. this goes. That's, that's a high percentage, man. There's 50-50 chance? Yeah, that, I'll, that it'll be really right or really not a good, not good. I feel I like I don't do trivia that often. I usually just go to like yell out. If wrong you're fifty-fifty, when it, you can get one out of four, then you're doing all right. Okay. Well, fifty-fifty. I feel like in basketball, great odds. In <laughs> poker, if like if I got a fifty percent chance, I'm going all in. The best Ooh. game in Vegas is fifty-fifty, right? I mean, yeah, that. exactly. But um, so the, the, I, I figured it out or tried to figure it out by going when she did a research and it was in the 60s and she was a grad student. So she was probably 30. Uh, this is correct. Thanks for giving me more information to use on the next question. <laughs> yes, exactly. More uh, visceral sure, yeah. uh, things that you can connect yeah. with your gut. I've exhausted most one? of my knowledge right now. So. OK, this one's very silly. Uh, Jane Goodall observed animals from a very young age. And one time she sat for five hours watching. Birds. What? Birds. Just birds is the <laughs> guess. <laughs> oh, wait, she's from London. Yes. Frogs. <laughs> okay. I want to say like an insect or something, but um, that might not be as interesting as... Um... What does your gut tell you, Greg? Reach to your gut. What's that gr- gut say? I, like... I think birds is actually a good answer. Gut. You're both basically right. The answer was a hen laying an egg. Oh, okay. oh yeah. fascinating to watch, Jane. I know, Jane. Mm. Uh, she finally came out of the chicken coop after those five hours, oh. and her family was frantic, and they had already called the police reporting oh. her missing. Oh, she was missing. So, yeah. Wow, so birds was way more accurate <laughs> than my second guess of frogs. But this, your gut was My right. gut was always right, yeah. yeah. But that was frogs so, are better than insects. I was like, she watched ants or something. I don't know. That's good. Okay. When Goodall graduated from high school, she couldn't afford a college tuition. Instead, she worked for years as what? A secretary, a waitress, or a filmmaker's assistant? In London? In the 60s? I'm going to go filmmaker's assistant. Okay. I mean, that's really specific, so I'm going to say she's, what was this? A secretary. Let's do secretary. Uh, both right, because all three were right. She Whoa. had all three of those jobs. Uh, she was a working woman. Oh, my yeah. God. Okay, very cool. Yes, yeah, super okay, cool. Jane Greatall. Good all. Okay, come on. Crazy cool. Good on you. Uh, in the early 60s, Goodall made two revolutionary observations about chimpanzees. What were they? They love <laughs> they love. They feel love. <laughs> that came right from the gut. Um, uh, uh, sign language, sign language, and uh, sign language and love. <laughs> <laughs> sign language and love. Greg is going no. <laughs> uh, what love. you got, Gregory? Actually, I should know this, and I'm embarrassing myself by not knowing it for sure. Love but um, it is not sign language. I know that. Um, <laughs> it's. Um, <laughs> Okay, Greg. I've been boldly. I've been boldly going first this whole time. So. Hey. Okay. That's yeah, true. that's true. Um, so I would say, you know, their sociality, understanding their sociality, and that um, sounds like love. And also, actually, maybe they're not like the violent tendencies that weren't understood. Okay. Well, uh, crimes of passion. Love. Love. Okay, so like, anything you say, I'm going to twist back to my answer. Uh, both of these answers are, it just says love twice. <laughs> uh, no, so the two of them are that they use tools, 
a behavior oh, previously attributed only to us humans, mm-hmm. and that they were not vegetarian. Because they love the meat hunting. and they love tools. Well, well, speaking of love, this is so strange that you kept saying that. Because <laughs> I had just a fun fact here that following these two discoveries, National Geographic sponsored Goodall, sending photographer Hugo Van Lawick to document her work. Who she fed in dove with. Yes, they fell in love and they got married. so much meat with in... their tools. <laughs> <laughs> How can you not fall in love How at that point? How can you not fall in <laughs> yeah. love? Okay, last one. Who is cooler? Jane Goodall, Mini Driver, or Lizzo? Well, Jane Goodall. Who's Lizzo? Oh, well, then we gotta say Lizzo. (laughs) Yeah, Gregory, Lizzo, I will show you her music after this. She's number one on the Billboard charts right now. She's a fantastic singer, artist. Also, out of touch. Also, Lizzo, I, I, not, I'm, it's not a thing of like, I knew her before everybody else did, but I, there, her (laughs) song, Good as Hell, when it came out, it's very good. It's I do is I do my hair toss, check my nails, baby. How you feeling? Feeling good as hell. Okay, just Greg, so you know like this the context sentiment, here. the context. Yeah, and it has an I'm amazing. Hear it tomorrow in the you are. Um, it has an amazing feel. And I was working the, like three part time jobs that were soul sucking. I was working the day after. I was working the day before Christmas and the day after Christmas in New York on this tour bus. Wow. And I have a visceral memory of the day after. I had gone home to Philly for uh, for Christmas, come back to New York the morning of my shift, and uh, was sick and was listening to Good As Hell on repeat while putting on my makeup and my costume <laughs> for this tour bus. Yeah. And it makes me so happy that she's so big because she did <laughs> so much for me with that one song. Yeah. Two years ago, two yeah, three wow. years ago, yeah, she's awesome. Her old stuff is also very very good. Yes, she's incredible. I got it. I'll send you a link, Greg, to her uh, NPR Tiny Desk uh, performance, which really was great. fascinating and amazing. Great. But yeah, I mean, I feel like Jane Goodall's the answer to that question. I would say it's pretty biased, but give okay. Lizzo fifty years and we'll see where it stands. Yes, exactly. We'll see if she has a <laughs> bunch of awards for humanitarian work or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so I want to get into my some of these issues I have with the movie, if that's okay with okay, you guys. Okay, let's go. Yeah. Before we get super sciencey. Um, this so- game is called Ethan, more like, I don't like this movie. Oh, Gobby Burn. <laughs> I'm really good at the game name. Damn, that pun was fucked. Um, okay, we were talking very briefly about how the gorillas are crying in this movie. Mm-hmm. And so you corrected that with, like, you were saying that they don't cry and that nobody, like, no animals cry? They don't shed tears emotionally. Okay. So the, the crying depends how you define it. And so oh. um, uh, animals make vocaliza- distress vocalizations, especially infants. And so you could say that's crying. I would say yeah. that's a form of crying. It's yeah. related evolutionarily to what we do. But they don't do. shed tears. But they don't shed tears. Whoa. And so we're the only species that is known to shed tears. Yeah, what the Ew. crap's up with that? So what's, all animals have leave? tears <laughs> because tears are functional for um, in, cleansing, you know, clearing. Exactly. You for, the eye. for your eyes. But um, a lot of times the 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 tears actually go in and not out. What? Yeah, Pardon so me? the yeah, the 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 fluid actually goes inward and is then absorbed by the body instead of coming out. Are you saying that this happens 50-50 when we're crying is that we're sucking in uh, our own tears? Even um, us? I think some of our tears probably are yeah getting absorbed internally. Whoa. But um, we have specific adaptations for shedding tears when it's related to emotional signaling. And that's what no other animal does. But then the gorillas Whoa. were portrayed as crying or whatever. But that doesn't mean that they don't. So sometimes people go, well, they don't have feelings or they don't cry. And it's like, obviously, that's wrong. Yeah. Right? They have clearly have feelings and they have emotional expressions. But it just that doesn't happen to be the tears is one of them. 
Interesting. So that we evolve to shed tears yeah, outwardly. It's mysterious. Yeah, it's not totally Well, mysterious. I guess I guess like if well, I guess if we take this hypothesis that we are um, bald faced, that or bare faced, that like a, te- a tears having a wet face, like tears going down, is more noticeable mm-hmm. than them coming. Then, like, if we had fur or, or any kind of hair on our face, it would be less noticeable if we were crying or shedding tears. And so, if that's giving an emotional signal, which would be like, sure. oh, me, you know, with no kind of opens up a niche for tearing and yeah, yeah. And um, you can see someone. So if you see someone, you see their eyes watering or something. You have another like um, body language cue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that they're feeling emotion. Mm-hmm. I will say, I'm not a scientist, but I oh, love I I love cognitive. Uh, psychology. I've taken like a couple psychology classes in college before I dropped out. And my dad uh, <laughs> just needs you guys to know that I am cool uh, and, yep. and have less debt than a lot of people. <laughs> I dropped yep. out of college um, too, actually. Did you really? Oh, yeah. Oh. Hell yeah. I went back. How, but you went back. <laughs> Hell yeah. Okay. <laughs> still cool. Wait, so you didn't drop out. You well, took a very big gap. Yeah. yeah. That's still dropping out. That's still dropping out. Absolutely. Did you go to a new place people when you were reapplied? Worried. People were worried. Yeah. My dad was the one who was like, hey, Ed, you want to drop out? You want to stop doing this? Yeah. But my dad and I also really like cognitive um, uh, psychologists, like, talking about that in general. And I don't know. My therapist is a cognitive-based therapist. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that means that, I think it's a different meaning of cognitive. Is it yeah. different? Oh, well, there goes half of my knowledge I thought I was bringing into... Oh, no. So like, you still You guys want to know acronyms to have a better, clear, communicative argument with somebody? Because yes. I got you. <laughs> no, I, I would. Yeah. That's, that's good information to know. Yeah. We're just three dropouts here talking, by the way. So Did you also drop out? I also dropped out. So Whoa. if you're listening to this... Uh, drop maybe, drop out of school. Maybe you're making a mistake. <laughs> I think Get going out. to college right after high school is a mistake for many people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why do that? I mean, yeah, it's like, that? what's the rush? Yeah. You know, the parents are like, gotta go to college. And yeah, go oh, kayaking for a few years. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it also is that thing that, I mean, well, uh, Hassan Minaj just uh, testified, um, like Maxine Waters asked him to like testify because the pa- Patriot Act just did this great thing on college debt. Oh. And he had, uh, sorry, I'm going way off tangent. No, but, I love it. Um, but he, his testimony was very funny. And I think one of the senators was said literally, cute. To one of his jokes, um, but he made this very good point, like because they he like even with inflation they calculated everyone who was like sitting on the panel who basically decides like is basically kind of controlling how much money children are spending yeah. on on college, and it's like you guys all paid so much less. Of course, even in even with inflation, the average tuition was about eleven thousand dollars per year, whereas. Whereas today the yes. average tuition is twenty five thousand, which is a hundred like a hundred ten percent leap. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so it is this thing of like there is pressure from people who had more accurate pressure of like you should go to college mm-hmm. when it was less expensive. It actually meant that you might get a job. Right. Mm-hmm. But now things are changing in just one generation so quickly sure. yeah. that it is like there should have been a generation where it's like, oh, maybe. Some people say it's good. Some people say it's not. But I don't know. But yeah. it went straight from like one generation to another of like this is a really big yeah. mistake. Yep. You guys are gonna have so much debt. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, you could. Issue. I mean, I've always thought the option of which is what I did is go to junior college. It's way cheaper, and right. then you can get a transfer into a university mm. that's guaranteed if you take the right classes, and then you don't pay all that tuition for two years. Yeah. Oh, there you go. So do that, guys. Take that route. Yeah. 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 Not my route of get in debt up to your eyeballs and then quit. Where'd you, where'd you go? I went to Berkeley College. Of music, very cool. Yeah, oh fun. Which will definitely not translate into a job. Amazing. So yeah. don't go there with that. That's plan. a cheap 
public school, right? It's a very cheap, cheap, very cheap. Cheap, 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 <laughs> cheap, 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 cheap. Right when you walk in, they go, cheap, 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 cheap. <laughs> and you go, this place doesn't sound serious. I'm in. Here's my five bucks for the year. <laughs> and what? I can take nine classes that all have to do with singing? <laughs> cheap, cheap, oh, cheap, cheap, cheap. Oh, and cheap. I get insurance. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so I wanted to mention how Kurt Shack, the lead uh, male the gorilla, male. yeah, the alpha male, is portrayed as like a evil guy, as like a dirtbag type. I don't know. Oh, I didn't think so. I didn't think well, evil. Okay. He was just kind of a strict. I think of him as like an passionate, older person. opinionated. He looked aggressive and scary. He had a little temper. I feel like he's scary the way that like a grandfather with power is scary, and that sure. he is. He is he is he has seen a lot. He cares deeply about the people that he knows. He's but got he has a big a job. Heart, yeah, he's a big, big job. job. And literally of Tarzan being like, Why do you have a hard why are you why have a hard time accepting people who are not like you? Mm-hmm. Like he says like the thesis of the movie right. at one point to yeah. Kerchak, and Kerchak is like, protect the family. Yeah. And so Kerchak's always like I'm protecting the it's family. Like, yeah, protect the family. he's always like protect the family. Nice, That's Kerchak. his biggest So I don't I think it's the same thing as like he's a villain in the way that he's no, he's not a villain. The Mm-mm. villain are the humans. He's right. he's yes. an antagonistic presence or I don't know in Save the Cat it's like the more of like a mentor or like a a figure that pushes yes yeah. yes I he agree. never hurts anybody no 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 quite the opposite he's right. always he's like very protective said. yeah yeah he's but just like he's a dad if Tarzan had therapy he would go to therapy for daddy issues yes. with Kerchak a thousand of like percent. acceptance issues with Kerchak like a hundred percent you need the control condition where he actually raises his own ape you know right so he never accepted Tarzan absolutely and I guess not. that's a deviation from the original novel where oh. um so the original novel has it where they they get shipwrecked, okay. the couple, oh. and mm. then they have get a baby. Okay. And then the mother dies after one year. Ooh. Oh. And then it's just the father and the baby. Okay. And then the gorilla Kerchak kills the father. <gasps> oh, that would have been That's sick. the original story. And then the mother, <laughs> the, the female <laughs> then takes the baby. But there's no, right. like, we lost our baby to the... Cheetah or the leopard right, or whatever. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, so that one, would be, yeah. that's a little darker because then they, they would make For Kerchak sure. an actual, more like a villain. Whereas in this case, yes. he's a benevolent leader, but right. he has, he's a strict moral. Who also almost. probably is like still mourning the, I would say he's also still mourning the loss of. Oh, of sure. It was like the next day. The next day. The next yeah. day, the mom was like, I have a baby. Right, and he yeah. was like, you need to calm down. You, well, you know what's interesting it. is that um, when female animals do lose babies like that, uh-huh. it, they are. Easily triggered to then adopt something else really? and care for it. Oh yes, because the, the mechanisms are in place. Like I'm raising yeah. offspring, right. and so it's easy for something to satisfy those conditions to yeah. then be cared for by a mother who's grieving. Yes. I mean, you see it in birds where they'll even try to nurture things that are barely alive. I was or, wondering or they'll about drag that. around their dead baby for weeks. Whoa. Yeah, yeah, so which sad. is that's fucked up. Or it's like if you're like making a grilled cheese and you mm. burn it, and it's yeah. like, well, now I have to go find a grilled cheese somewhere else. I right. have, I've just had that. Or scrape off the burn stuff. Well, Ethan, you're such a mother. It's so natural. I know. <laughs> this is so it's natural. my maternal instinct. <laughs> right. You, then you go to so Uber Eats or whatever, and you're like, I'm going to get a $24 grilled cheese sandwich. Yeah, with a tomato <laughs> soup. Um, I also wanted to mention that Kerchak was right the entire time. I just wanted to be well, very, exactly like he was. He was argued with, and he came around at the end in a very weird way, which I I'm, didn't really appreciate. Where he says like he's like dying, and he tells Tarzan like I'm I'm just now realizing like you were right, and you are one of us, and whatever. It's like 
No. You were, Even though that guy killed me. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm dead now because of you and right, these humans. So you're not one of us. That's really what he should have said, I think. Right. Well, I think I think is that thing of like I think <laughs> That's he, dark and true, I think. <laughs> I think he was quote like right, but without the reasoning that he might have I'm gonna sneeze in a second. Oh, I love it. I, I can't knew, wait. I know I don't want it to happen. No, I think like now it's probably yeah, not gonna up, happen. Look at the light. Uh, there's oh, no light in this room. It's very light. dim. <laughs> <laughs> very dim. There's tissues. Anyway, I, 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 I totally he, agree with your point that, that, that at some level you, you want to get the point across that you try to appreciate diversity and that he shouldn't have rejected Tarzan just because he was in a different species necessarily. But it was true, like you said, in that this specific in case, this case, Tarzan kind of fucked up and brought the humans in. Into their habitat. It's dangerous. Well, it's hard because you're trying to do like a two worlds, one family type situation right. like family. Phil Collins. Mm-hmm. Because the movie is is kind of like, hey, we want to be accepted. The movie is very clearly at a certain level pushing a anyone can be a family, finding family. Your family is not necessarily who you are born with. It's a family that you find. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. people that you love. Mm-hmm. But we're now also um, smushing together species evolution and like literal yeah. food chain stuff right. where like because also why didn't we care about why didn't the jaguars talk at all you yeah, know I know they like, can't talk to leopards for yeah they can't reason. talk to leopards at all <laughs> but, but but the elephants are cool you know oh yeah elephants are chill we love tantars so no it's problem. like so it is this thing of like okay well humans and apes aren't can't really also coexist in that way because humans don't really coexist with Anything, right? Because right. of also because of our nature, because we're the top of the food chain. Love being at the top. Love being at the top. Um, and so I think that's also where it's like Kerchak is right because Kerchak is like, listen, this is literally how evolution works. Yeah, well, you are different, and your people will hurt us. Yeah. Um, but they didn't see coming is um, that love is actually what almost killed the whole family. Sure. Because oh, yeah. he fell, he made all these bad decisions because he liked Jane. If yeah. Jane wasn't there, he probably would have ignored. I mean, he might have watched them, but he wouldn't. Yeah. Have led them to the absolutely, group. or arguably lust. Yeah, the whole movie is a love story. <laughs> oh, or lust story. Yeah, right. a lust it's story. a lust. It's a classic Can Disney Tarzan lust experience. Story. True love. If he's never had another human relationship, whoa, Ooh, dark also and true. Damn. Wow, that's also okay. really good. Let's yeah. put a pin in that, and we will answer it. What if a bunch more Janes came? Like, yeah. would he would he be a playboy fuckboy? Wait till it, it, it mean, yeah, London. The guy's going bananas, man. <laughs> right. Thank yeah. God he didn't go. Thank to God London. he didn't go. Yeah. Yeah. She would have been heartbroken. She. That's why she decided to stay. Now I finally get it. No There's competition. There's no fucking way right. this guy's to stay with me in London. Listen, she's 27. <laughs> Everyone's like, you're never gonna get married. You're too old now. And yeah. then she finds this ripe young buck. Doesn't know any. Doesn't know. Literally. But, I mean, no Jane's women. hot. I mean, you know, who knows why she's out there running around. Oh, hey, good call. Lady. She's definitely not with Gaston over there. Yeah, exactly. Mini yeah. Gaston. Yeah, Mini Gaston. Okay, um, sorry. We like keep interrupting no, no, the it's beginning great. of I your questions. We're Most... never getting through that list. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> if we can avoid my notes, Ethan honestly, has a really for the best. Nice list. For the best. All right, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. The break is over. Here we go. Back to the show about science. Um, okay, there's a rifle sound fart joke that the elephant makes. Do you guys remember this part? No. There's a the rifle beginning? that goes off in the background, and everyone's like, what the hell was that? Oh, like, they that don't know. Me. And yeah, he says that wasn't me referring to a fart. Do like, you have yes. a problem with I do. Tantar? I Tantar love, is, ador- is adorable. I love Tantar. But that joke in particular, because usually when Disney makes uh, fart jokes like Timon and Pumbaa, like Pumbaa would make a fart joke, it's hilarious and it's great and I love it. And I'm not f- too oh, so old for a really... fart joke. This fart joke, 
I have a huge problem with, and I just wanted to point out that nobody thought you were farting. Okay, it's Ethan, a rifle sound in the distance. Wasn't even close. Ethan has a standard. <laughs> I for did fart think jokes. that at the time. I'm like, that that doesn't sound like a fart. <laughs> Thank you. I'm sorry. I had okay. to point it and out. And just we just want everyone to know that Ethan has a standard for fart jokes. So if you're gonna make a fart joke, get the sound right. Be decent about it. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, there's the elephants are talking, and they say it's piranha. There's piranha in here. Oh, in I air. love the piranha. There's scene. no piranha in Africa. One says they're native to South America. I just wanted to say that that's accurate. I had to look it up. But there is yeah. no brawn in Africa. They are native to South America. Yeah. I loved that. That's yes. that. I really did like that they were so Afraid. smart. No, no, but, oh, oh, but that they knowledgeable. were just so knowledgeable yeah, about yeah. like the piranhas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and I guess I also love that Tantar was so, like yeah. like knows about piranhas, like they can skin you and <laughs> right. alive in this amount of time. Yeah. <laughs> and they're really paranoid perfect. about it. Mm-hmm. But they've never had a piranha attack. But they just know. They just know. They just They're just smart as shit. School. And they don't forget. They're elephants. Um, this scene where they're making noise with the pots and pans and it turns into a big song, yeah. the gorillas, I had a huge issue with. And I don't know how you guys feel about it. If you thought it was playful and fun, then that's fine. I'm not trying to pick it apart. I, A, thought the song was whatever. There's no lyrics in the song. There's just, just like, jam. Like, like skit scat, whatever. Yeah. And so I was like, well, that's a missed opportunity. That could have been something funny. You have all this great voiceover right, narration. Right, but Phil Collins stuff. wasn't there, Ethan. <laughs> he was absent that day. <laughs> um, and then it just reminded me of, uh, of uh, the Friend Like You song from The Jungle Book. Yeah. Like, it seemed like a pretty obvious, like, homage to that song. Sure. And that song is incredible. incredible. Love that song. Love that sequence so much yeah. and then this was just like what the hell is this felt like filler to me so yeah. well, was it am I wrong in that it was slightly magical realism because they had the big song but then when you cut to the human's perspective it was just a whole bunch of noise yes that was good which I didn't right. think that was really funny that the animals were like this is jamming this yeah. is so good and then the human I mean, just like kind of a, a the theme throughout. So, I mean, when they when the apes are talking to one another, they're speaking in English. Yeah. But from the perspective of the humans, really, they're ooh, ooh, ah, ah, whatever. That's what they're doing. Yeah. Or when they're they're messing around with the typewriters and all the shit in the camp. Yes. Where they're probably just from the human perspective, they're just creating a fucking mess. That's right. Yeah. Exactly. But yeah. they're actually doing stuff. But I'm just saying, if you're gonna put us in their world, if yeah. I'm gonna hear what they're hearing. Well, so the song failed. Ethan has standards right. for songs. Yeah. yeah. Give me a good song. Yeah. It has could have been such a great song. Yeah. Okay. That's all I was thinking. I, went, I think you really like this movie because you're really picking at small parts I'm of really the movie. sorry I enjoyed the film <laughs> I, I had a good time yeah. but there was little things I was like what the fuck why not um, I want to talk about personal boundaries for a second she mentions that this guy like doesn't have personal boundaries that she like he got right in her face and so I don't know if you've studied this at all like did we evolve to like check each other out like that like he first like sniffs her well I think and yeah I mean other primates use scent probably a little more predominantly and yeah, so they might get in each other's anymore. face in certain cases but I mean you get into an ape's face I mean they, they, you have to know what you're doing right, right? so they kind of know what they're doing I think okay yeah it right. seemed like a dangerous move in right. general but I mean humans aren't scent based as much I mean mm-hmm. we smell each other but we're not like sniffing each other overtly that's fucked up I mean unless you're into that but <laughs> yeah. I mean, right. yeah. it, you, you know if, you we know, get it, a lot more from visual cues yeah, then, and voice and, and other things. Yeah, yeah. And so that could be a part of the personal space in humans is based on we don't need to get right in there until later. So he learns the language, the chimp language, the gorilla language. Not I don't chimp. Know what, I do. Not chimp. Remember? I, oh, like, right, right, right. The vocalization that they use for the, all the gorillas are chimps. Oh. Which is not inaccurate. Right. What is mm-hmm. it? Well, well gorillas. <laughs> so gorillas, gorillas make gorilla vocalizations. It's just that they don't have these 
these kind of vocalizations that are really good for a movie like this, which mm. is that classic chimp scream. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that kind oh, of thing. I can't it. really do it properly here. That was but, great. Um, Absolutely. It was, um, that kind of thing is a chimp sound, and gorillas don't have a sound quite like that. They oh. grunt and do other things, but they're not as vocal as chimps. Right. And so, <laughs> yeah. So some like of Adam Sandler is like, a gorilla. Of the... Of, Kerchak or whatever. Yeah, uh, some of his like growls were like gorilla growls. Oh, okay. Mm. Um, but so the, a lot of the, the screaming of yeah. uh, it's a generic monkey sound that that plays people use, and it's not even a monkey. A chimp is not a, is an ape, not a monkey. Wow. So but the sound, yeah, we connect with monkey. You'll hear that chimp monkey. scream. It's there's a the, you know it's, it's stock audio in mm. all the mm. sound effects libraries for monkey is actually a chimp a lot wow. of it, and so there are lots of chimp, and you didn't see one chimp in the whole film. Oh. So what about those those scary monkeys? The herd yeah, of scary the, monkeys. Those and were monkey. I actually. I, w- I meant to look up the, the what what that was. I, can, oh. I don't remember that particular species, but they, they're, they're monkeys. They're old. She calls monkeys. them like baboons. I think they at look, one they, point maybe. Their yeah. face looks the like the black and white ones. The ones that where they were just like yeah, they're probably those are baboons. Scary, like the right. gang. Of yeah, gang, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, like the horde. Yeah, who yeah. then come and are who then good come guys. and save because the little monkey is the leader with the boot on his head. I think those are baboons, but I'm not totally sure. But yeah. yeah, okay. And um, and how do you think it was at all accurate that he learned the language so fast? I was gonna. I had a question. about what, Learned gorilla speak? Yeah, or, uh, both because he learns both pretty so quick. L- I th- I think a human baby would probably if they survived. Um, that is right there, uh, questionable. But if they survived, then they would probably learn some version of the grunting. It would be weird, but they would probably they would probably produce the signals in a similar way. Okay. But they we don't humans don't have learning mechanisms to produce it, so it's it's possible they would never really be very p- proficient in gorilla speak. Okay. But the gorilla speak is not gorillas. linguistic, right? It's ah. um, they're they're not syntactic, meaning that there's no grammar. Okay. Right. So there's no um, Jane um, goes. Uh, here, Jane goes there, or Jane does this, or any yeah. of that. That that doesn't that can't happen. Yeah, it's just more like mad, happy. I mean, there's signals that were are trying to are designed to influence the behavior of other animals, okay. and so you can get an, another animal to back off a resource, right. or you can get an animal to approach you, um, stuff like that. But okay. the signals don't have grammatical meaning; they don't have reference, so there's no words okay. in gorilla. So they can't anything. say like "remember Braveheart." Fuck no, they can't even say "apple." Got it. Right. Yeah. So when there's no reference. So when Tarzan goes very nice, <laughs> like out of nowhere yeah. to Jane. Yeah. Is that like I was like that's insane that he pronounced. No, so that the other the other side of it is Tarzan couldn't barely learn the gorilla speak. I think that's a, who knows, but. Tarzan, we know for sure, would not be able to speak any language, let alone English, yeah. if he if he didn't get exposed to it until he's 18 years old. That's Past like, puberty, yeah. you're done, for sure. Whoa. Yeah. Past puberty, you can't learn? No, you can learn words. So there's Genie the Wild Child, which is a classic case of a, a girl who was cruelly kept mm. in a closet for a good oh. part of her early life okay. by her sociopathic father. Jesus. Yeah. And um, then she didn't learn language or have interactions with anybody for years. Whoa. And she was fed through the door. And I mean, oh, it was a really Lord. cruel situation. And they uncovered her and she was at like 13 years old or something. Mm-hmm. And to this day, she cannot learn language. Holy she can shit. learn words, you know, so she can learn, you know, glass, beer, whatever. Yeah. But she can't make a sentence like, I want the beer to be... Um, drank by you or whatever Whoa. or anything. Greg has beer at this table, just so everybody knows. Yeah, it is <laughs> important that we <laughs> say that. It's actually yeah. almost empty. <laughs> hey, we're going to need another beer. Take a little break. Um, oh, wait, so, <laughs> so oh, okay, so interesting. She, there's no grammar. Can so she th- communicate? 
Yes, but through emotional expressions, and she can say words to know, you know, like food. I want food. And that's because but even she can't even say I want food. Very rudimentary. Changes in our brains at a certain age that that's just right. doesn't make us. Form. Why do we think yeah. that is? Is it because, like, at that point, like, your body needs to focus on learning other things? I think it's just the developmental system is constrained a bit. So when it, it's evolution expects, and I put that in quotes, expects that the language is going to be present right immediately after birth and for a long time. Oh. And so the learning system is prepared to learn whatever language it has to happen to be exposed to. And there are tens of thousands of languages possible that even today, or maybe 6,000. Mm -hmm. But um, then it, it gets into a, a mode where once maturation happens, then all these learning systems ch kind of shut down, Shit. and then the adult form is there. What's right? that thing about 25? 25 is when the brain stops that developing? That could be the very final... I mean, I think most human brains are developed by 20, I'd say. Yeah. But 20, I, I did have a scientist come in a yeah. week or so ago and tell us that that number has been pushed. Okay, interesting. So now it probably it's depends on the particular somewhere. domain. Yeah. So right, certain things are learned early and certain things yeah. are learned later. But like yeah. for languages and stuff. That's puberty. So after cool. puberty, there are hormonal processes that occur that then um, trigger the closing of that system. And then when you learn a language, you're learning it with a different part of your brain that's really not... I mean, so-called design to learn language. And so yeah. you're using other more general purpose mechanisms to learn language. Yeah. And so that's why we're terrible at it. And it's hard. But if yeah. we already have a language that we know, for example, English we're all speaking right, right now, am I now able to conquer that's a right. different language because that's right. of that? Yep. I mean, you potentially could learn any other language then. Okay. And then the more you learn, the easier the next one is. Got to it. Learn. Got it. But it's right? easier. So if you're native in three or four languages, like a native speaker, meaning that you learned it when you were a child and you speak it fluently and mm -hmm. you can switch between languages effortless, effortlessly, uh -huh. then it's easier even then more to learn additional languages after that. Cool. As opposed to if you're monolingual, then it's going to be a little more difficult. Yeah, but if yeah. you don't learn any language, then you don't have that those basic mechanisms set up that are prepared to learn another wow. language. So then you're just screwed basically. So I have some like really just I thought fun linguistic facts because okay. I know that's one of your specialties, linguistics. And so I was psycholinguistics, like, yeah. Yeah. What was, does that mean? That's a mix of cognitive psychology and linguistics. Okay. So but so experimental psychology um, including like language processing or perception, visual perception or auditory perception, mm -hmm. and mix that with language. Oh. So how do we learn language and how do we process language? That's what my original training is in. I don't do linguistics or language stuff that much mm -hmm. now, mm -hmm. but so it's, it's more like experimental test. psychology with an emphasis in language and, and vocal signals. Cool. Um, so the word orange, I found out, was not – like we didn't have a word for the color orange until we discovered the fruit orange. And so then that became what we called orange. Before that, it was called – this is probably not a good pronunciation, oh, no. but geoluhred, which in Old English means red-yellow. So we mm -hmm. just didn't have orange yeah. until our tasty orange, which yeah. I thought was great. That's fun. Um there's something we can talk about the color names and stuff. There's an interesting oh. little tidbit in there. Yeah, please, please. Um, that you know, color names are fairly arbitrary because the spectrum is continuous. The color spectrum, right? Yeah. So where you decide to make a category is is a kind of arbitrary, right? Sure. I mean, there are patterns where most languages put the categories in similar places. Yes. But some languages have way more categories and other languages have almost no categories. Yeah, I was told I there's, mean, there's a bunch of uh, languages that don't have a word for blue and green, that they have one word for both. Sure, right. What? You know, they just Some yeah. languages have, I mean, it's like barely colors at all. It's just dark and light kind of thing. 
So, I mean, it, it varies a lot. And yeah. so people have used that as evidence that color perception varies across cultures. That's what I was. And so, but the idea question. there is that, mm. so it depends how you ask the question. So if you go to different cultures and say, what color is this thing? And say it's an orange. And then you get a hundred different languages tell you 80 different things or whatever. Um, then you're like, see, people perceive orange differently. <laughs> but if you take two objects mm-hmm. and then they're different colors and then, then you present them a color that matches one of them yeah. and say, which one is it? Is it this or is it this? You know, they, every, people get the answer 100% the same. Right. They see the same color. So the, if you don't put a name on it, then people perceive it the same because right. our visual perception is the same pretty Interesting. much. Interesting. Well, see, sense. this was a thing. Do you guys ever remember? Do you guys ever have memories of thoughts that you had when you were a kid? Okay. Like I used yeah. to think, I yeah. used to really be like, I think if my arms got strong enough, I could take like a bar and sit on it and just lift myself up and I could fly. <laughs> like I remember being yeah. like, I would have to be really, really strong, right. but I could just pull really hard right, and wouldn't right. I be able to fly? So I remember that genius thought. I also remember <laughs> being like, wait, if we look at this board and we say that's blue and Ethan looks at that board and says that's blue, I don't – how do I know that I'm even seeing the same color or we've just – or we all see different Absolutely. colors? No, and there will be an illusion that you see more similarly than you do because there yeah. is variation across individuals how they see color. Yeah. Depend, like I mean like men more often than women are color deficient. Color so you see different kinds of colors. Yeah. And so it's not like And common blind, sense deficient. Am I yeah, right? That's right. right. Am I right? Right. So, but even if I see if a different color of, of that than you guys, yeah. if you showed me something that was the same, then even though it's different, I would still say it's the same. Exactly. And, yes, and yeah. we yeah. all get the same answer, even though we're all kind of seeing it slightly, slightly differently. Different color, and if we have different words for it, that would fuck up the test if I said, just name it. Yeah. Right, right. Okay. Do you guys know what an egg corn is? Uh-uh. An acorn? Egg, egg horn. So the, egg it corn. originally came because people were saying acorn wrong, egg corn, egg and that's corn. kind of the definition of what it is. It's a word or phrase that sounds like and is mistakenly used in a seemingly logical or plausible way uh-huh. for another word or phrase. Uh-huh. So people were trying to say acorn, and we're saying egg corn. Uh-huh. Right, and then egg corn just egg became corn. its egg own corn. thing, and now yeah. that's the label for the, a bunch I feel of like I've ones. heard a, num- a bunch of examples of this, and I can't think of one off the top. So of I have right some now. that I wrote down that oh, I liked a lot. Nice. Okay. So NPR put out a list of a hundred of these, <laughs> and so I'll read some off. You guys can pick your favorites too. There's a new leash on life. Oh yes, <laughs> cold slaw. Yes, cold. It is cold. Okay, that's true. Yeah, that's I mean, there's point. probably a good reason why a lot of these things happen, right? Yeah, a yeah. leash on life is like a metaphor of like containing something. I think that's why they stick right? a lot of times because that's right. In a way stick. it works. It makes sense. Right. Um, a, is is play it by ear one of them? Play it by ear. Play no. it by ear. I thought it was we'll, we'll play it by ear. Wait, you, what's the what, difference? Yeah, what did you say the first time? I said play it by ear. Uh huh. But I. But play. as opposed to play it by year with a play Y. It by oh, year. Play it by year. Oh, we'll play it by year on that one. That's yeah. really funny. I've, I've never heard that. I, year. I, for a while, I'm, that's how didn't I live my life. What by was the way. real? I, hey, didn't know I like which that idea, but true. let's play it by year. Let's play it by yeah. year. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we'll put that on the back burner. Um, okay. There's never regions instead of oh, nether, nether, nether regions. Instead yeah. of my pee pee. Got it. That's correct. Instead of just saying my pee pee, as we all want to say. There's agreeance. 
which is a combo of like two different words. Compliance okay. and agree. Or Agreeable. Or I don't know what it is. We're in agreeance. Yeah, we're in agreeance. Not a word. Okay. I mean, uh, this is the kind of thing where if enough people use it, it is a word. That's right. how Correct. words form. Yes. Yeah. Now, it, I mean, a lot of words probably have a history of just stupidity. Yes. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. But, I mean, once people start using them and agree on it, then it's a fucking That's word. And is. then also how much of that comes from then, like, regions and dialects and, like, a thing that everyone Absolutely. says in mm-hmm. one place. Yep. Yeah. And even, di- even like, sentence structure dialects become used because they're – variants of the grammar and then people think no that's just dumb that's wrong and it's actually and it's internally consistent like right. saying I be doing something or whatever yeah, yes. and it's something. like well, if you do it all the time in that construction that's a legitimate dialect but people hear it as an incorrect version of their dialect yeah yeah. yeah. I want to remind people right. we had a, a linguistics person on a long time ago and, and I was uh, concerned that I say like too much or I'll say um mm-hmm. or, or you know just yeah. like yeah. fuck up my phrasing my advice she was like, all that and stuff. she was like no that's good that's how you speak you're probably doing it because it's easier for people to understand you that's right and I was like wow Whoa. I can't believe that that's the way that yeah, it is that's uh, my graduate my advisor in grad school that's what she studied showing that exact thing yeah she said yeah, don't don't like try it. to edit yourself you no know? like you know like every like if you say like so like it's fucking like well um, then I'm yeah then pump the brakes for exactly sure. it's too much of a good thing <laughs> yeah. yeah ums and us too maybe you should just <laughs> stop but I will speaking. say I mm-hmm. text like yeah. yeah. Like, so I, I, I will, I'll be texting and I'll say, well, we could do like anything you want. Mm-hmm. I'll do, we could do and like, that comma, some very flexibility or something. anything you want instead of we could do anything you want. It we just feels like, more conversational. It feels more yep. colloquial. That's how you talk. Yeah. That's I how also I like to use haha instead of a period. <laughs> no matter what. I, it, it makes it a little more like, yeah, we can make there if you want. Haha. <laughs> <laughs> It sounds, I like that. I mean, laughter situation. Oh yeah, you know? well, let's talk, we could talk about laughter, but it is like a, it's it's. It just feels like we could go there, or like yeah, that works too. Period. Sounds so aggressive. Then right. yeah, that Ten. works too. Haha. Like I see. So you've had this history where people think you're mad, but then you're just brief. No, I no, almost the opposite. I don't want people to think that I'm mad at them. Right. And like this but not because they have, because you're just no, scared just, of that. Or just because I want it's all fun, it's all good. Like I was so all right. text the haha. But um but uh, but I, I also know that oh my god, you text me sure with a period, what did I do? Uh-huh. Right, right. And I even I was like dating someone and he had said sure with a period and I was like, You can't do that. Oh, we're breaking up. Yeah. Or or, is, or, 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 or I was just like, You can't if you do that. I'm gonna, th- I'm, I'm gonna kill myself, and then, and then, and then they got, and then, we, and then we got into this really big argument about how I can't make suicide jokes, and I was like, you're 100 percent right, and it was actually a really nice turning point, I think, in our relationship, where we had a very honest conversation about like mental health, and, wow. and, then, and then at the end of all it, all from a little text period. Yeah, guys, sure. I can talk a lot, and haha, uh, <laughs> and, he, and no. uh, by the end of the conversation, we agreed that like I would not make jokes like that because like, and he would not, text. and he would not text a period. Okay. Good, nice compromise. Yeah, I do think a period can be used as sincerity of like, hey, I believe in you so much. Period is like, I guess. So, that. do you not put periods in any of your texts at all? A lot of times I won't. Also, my phone at the moment, I don't have uppercasing, like, <laughs> I, I don't have uppercase locks. So I have to shift. Assuming to- though you had full functionality in your phone, would you not do periods? So just run on sentences or, or, or I do, commas, I ahas, do, ahas. A lot of you know what I do is I send multiple texts. So me and my one friend Lucas, is. we both send like we'll send twenty text messages instead of one paragraph. So we'd be like, "Yo, send, dude, send. You gotta see this video. Send. <laughs> it's send. Dot dot dot. Send." Meanwhile, the person sitting there going, "Bing, Bing, Bing, right. Bing, well, Bing, Bing." Well, but like for like us, I don't get. I don't have <laughs> notifications like that. Yeah, and also for off. me, it that seems more conversational mm-hmm. because the way that I'm talking right now, I'm not saying. 
so this is my sentence, period, and it's going to do this, period. Like, I'm not punctuating myself. Yeah. I'm just talking. Bits. There's a pause. Emphasis. Wait. Yeah. There's And you can, and so when I'm sure. texting, mm-hmm. we also text in uppercase a lot. Um, <laughs> excitement. Uh, uh, excitement or just being like, yo, dude, how are you doing? I am good. Hey, I felt really sad today. That's okay. Sometimes we're sad. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah, you got it. Mm. Like, I feel like it's reinforcing positivity. Uppercase, I, like I yeah. feel sad today sounds a little hysterical. It's, well, well it, it's, it's like, because it'll be like, yo, bro, so chill. Yeah, bro, so chill. So sad. Hey, sometimes being sad happens. That's right. For sure. And like, <laughs> it is a Thing. Yeah, he, exactly. he lives in New York, Spending so it. it's like a remote friendship, I guess. So a lot of mm-hmm. our communication is through text or videos that we send each other. It's cool. actually really nice. We've only really spent a couple of days in person together. Oh. Most of our friendship has Modern been... Modern day pen pal. It, wow. it, it really feels like a pen pal. Um, Lucas, I love you. Um, but shout out. If, shout out. I love you. Um, but it is really fun. And we've talked about how our friendship has like evolved in this language. Mm-hmm. We'll talk on the phone, but a lot of it um, has been like... Fully. A text language that we've created. Sure, yeah. Um, that seems good. That yeah. seems, yep. I, I like that it reads. I will also adjust the way I text depending, if someone texts in a very specific way, mm. I will adapt adjust. to them. Yeah. Especially if I like them. If I like them, I want them to like me, I will adjust. Right. For that. That's standard accommodation. We do that for everybody. And yeah. Try to adjust to the person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. People haven't adjusted. A hundred percent to me. <laughs> and why is that? Because they haven't done that. But if you are my friend, you will know. And if you'll know that I like you a lot, I feel very comfortable talking to you. If I send you like fifteen texts at once, yeah, and videos and all uppercase or all uppercase, yeah. 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 You can get ready if you really want to work on this project with this Phil Collins esque project. Oh, I've already begun. I have a bunch of ideas. Great, I have uh, forty texts coming your way. Okay, perfect. Um, Okay, I'm just gonna finish these last few because I think they're kind of funny. There's biting my time. Uh, biting, biting yeah. my time. Doggy dog world. I thought was funny. Doggy dog. Doggy dog. <laughs> Doggy dog. World. Doggy dog world. <laughs> yeah. See that one really loses the meaning. <laughs> yep. Whereas the other ones, I mean, biting and biting. Exactly. They're you know it's comfortable. It's understandable. I love doggy dog world. But, yeah. Right. That's I mean great. that should be a pet grooming business. Dude, it's a doggy Ooh. doggy world out there. It's a doggy dog that's world. A, that's a doggy, doggy dog, dog world. world. Doggy yep. dog world. It's just yeah, very man. doggy. Which also, I feel like if you're down, if you if you're dogging something, like it, True. I feel like hey, it's a doggy dog world makes sense to me. Also, it still makes sense. Yeah, it's great. Okay, uh, but it's yeah, not. There's, it's but not. There's that a couple we're all more. Killing each other. That's not what doggy dog. No, world but it's means like there's like a dog. No, a dog works meaning. hard. It's more like puppies, right? Like that picture that's I'm that is in my face. Yeah, absolutely. the screensaver with puppies. Well, again, that's a doggy dog world right there. That's a very doggy <laughs> dog world. Okay, so doggy dog biting my time. Oh, so we have espresso, uh, which is oh, just espresso. natural. Yeah, but that's also understandable. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Uh, escape goat, which I thought was really the escape funny. goat. Yeah, like Wait. the goat that gets out all the time. Wait. Uh, instead of scapegoat. Oh, right. Esca- right. And I was like, an what's wrong? What's wrong with an scapegoat? I mean, <laughs> exactly. you know, when the goats get out all the time, that's annoying. That's a yeah. GD. So you don't want an scapegoat. No. Uh, and then the last one is flush out, which I know that I've said instead of flesh out. Right. Let's flush this out. Yeah. I mean, flush that it out. also makes. See, no, it still flush, makes sense. Flush makes, I would think, more sense than flesh. We're gonna do what with skin? Yeah, it sounds weird. Flush right. it out. It is, sounds is, weird either way, weird. but I guess flush to me. I wonder if people use flush out, it's more likely to be like, let's get rid of this instead of let's develop it. Uh huh. You know, let's yeah. flush this out. Let's flush this out. Yeah, let's flush it out. <laughs> Makes it sound like let's get the let's get rid of this. I could see that one just switching. As opposed to right? flushing so something. What what is flesh? 
flesh it out. You develop it, yeah. work on it. But it's like if you have a, a skeletal structure and you gotta add yeah, the meat. I'm really stuck from. on the flesh part, <laughs> which is honestly, right. we think a little but, more, just honestly two seconds more on the word. It's a weird word. Yes, flesh. flesh. My flesh. But any way that we can use it, any way we can pump it back into our yeah. vocabulary is good because there's no good way to say flesh, flesh. in common talk. Flesh. Yeah, in the flesh. The oh, flesh. there you go. Oh, yeah. Greg's here in the flesh. Yeah. That is fun. Let's flesh him out. <laughs> let's, let's flesh, flesh Greg out. out. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just give him a high It'll five just and a hug. A little. Let's, just, let's just touch flesh. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll, I'll just mention this one thing. I wasn't going to say anything about it, but right. now that we're on such stupid crap, I thought this was funny. So there's an order of adjectives okay. that is like subliminal, that we don't know that we know. And so when you say big brown dog, you, yeah. you wouldn't say brown big dog. But adjectives should be uh, in any order, but mm-hmm. they're not like that. We would all say big brown dog, mm-hmm. right? And so size, th- and then then some, yeah. Yeah, size. there's a, there's linguists have determined that there is a code, there is an order that we follow. What is right. it? So here's the code. The abbreviation, which I love, is G S S S A C P M. Very easy. Uh, easy. G-sap-em. Common. Yeah. G-sap-em. camp. And so it's. Uh, general opinion, specific opinion, size, shape, age, color, provenance, material. So, I mean, the, my first reaction to that is that there's obviously there's some regularities, but that to get a specific code like that, let's see the data. I mean, Apparently across languages, there's been, yeah, and there's, I'd like to see the there's data. There's been publications. I've heard of that before, but I had never heard there's of it before. There's probably some truth I, to it, I would It agree. does make sense that material would be the last thing. Exactly. And I bet violations are... In a particular way, is what makes things poetic. Oh, well, I was just about, I was just about to say it would be artistic to just flip it around. So saying like a brown, like brown big dog, it just sounds. It's cool. Cool. It's intriguing. What? How did you think of that? You're saying big brown dog. It's the most basic thing you could say. But now yeah. it's like, whoa! You just loophole the system. So if you're out there and you're a poet or a songwriter, just fuck with this weird code. That's yeah, really fun. Exactly. There so, you go. And now we're also teaching you how to be a successful artist. Okay, That's we cool. do plugs here at the end. Addy, how can people find out about you? How can Wait, people I have more questions you? for Greg. I, we're out of time, oh my God. unfortunately. Wait, guys, just we're so you know, these do... are the questions I'm going to ask Greg. I want to okay, know a lot about laughter, honestly. Because oh, I yeah. did. We didn't get to talk about We didn't that get to laughter. Much. And well, before I dropped out of school, I did go to NYU for um, uh, where you, uh, the Gallatin School of Individualized Studies. So you create your own major. Mm-hmm. And I was majoring in uh, comedy and TV film, but specifically how comedy is important for like socializing and and like basically improving society and my favorite class that I took was a positive psychology class and I wrote a paper called oh my god today is 9-11 I wrote a paper called what's funny about 9-11 and why it's important wow and it was about how like a lot of it centered around the onion and about how like the onion was instrumental in nationwide healing post a traumatic event and about how that was early years for them huh What'd you say? That was pretty early for them. It was pretty early. They were silent for two weeks. And then the first one, the couple of first ones that they put out were U.S. declares war against whoever it is we're at war with, Uh which was great. Mm -hmm. Um, Woman in Idaho bakes red, white, and blue. Woman in Idaho not knowing what else to do bakes red, white, and blue cake eats it. Um, (laughs) And like different ones like that. And Uh it was this, and then their inboxes were flooded. And a lot of the paper was like, laughter is our first sign that like of positive Relationship, like mm-hmm. if you're laughing at something that I said, that's a good sign, mm-hmm. and then that begets a positive relationship. That begets mm-hmm. a positive experience. That begets sure. like a more positive overall life. Yeah, probably relieves tension too. I mean, people yeah. in tense situations will laugh, and that probably helps them 
regulate their physiology. Yeah. yeah. You like can't be afraid and laughing at the same time. Yeah. So when I send you a text, haha, like, you know, it's like, <laughs> like yep. it was just funny, funny thing to pull back. So I'm going to after we hang up um, on this <laughs> on this podcast call um, that we're all in person for. Yeah. I'm going to hang up soon. So. Hang up so soon. I'm going to yeah. no, you hang up first. Um, I have a, a colleague who <laughs> wrote an article that um, right after 9-11 that was a similar thing. It was called Irony in the Wake of Tragedy. Yeah. And how people will use irony and satire and other kinds of humor yeah. to get over the tragic There's another things, great yeah. book called Cracking Up. And it's a book. I honestly, I found it in the UCB library okay. um, and was really interested in it. And it's about like humor and laughter, like post trauma, um, huh. which is I yeah. think relevant to both laughter and also the date of today. Sure. Yeah. Um, but uh, this podcast, which is a palindrome, what? what? Nine eleven nineteen. Oh. Whoa. Wait. Whoa. Oh yeah. Oh wow. Okay. What a great We're living podcast. in a palindrome right now. <laughs> We're living, today's I just palindrome. noticed that today. I was like, huh. That's so fun. Yeah, wow. You really got to take out of that. You really got to take that 20 out of there, though. It's really got to be 9, 11, 19. You, we don't need the 20. 20 we all know 19. what century it is. You don't know yeah. what century. It doesn't matter. Um, anyway, you, you can You don't write find... that when you write the date, right? <laughs> the the date of recording? No, when you write the date, like, oh, no. anytime you write a date, like, well, sign a contract. Well, Eddie does for sure, but I don't. You write 2019? It depends if the spacing looks good on the paper with the 20 or not. It's very aesthetic. Interesting. I write Sometimes I'll do the zero, like, it's zero nine yeah. a month. Oh. Yeah. But maybe I'm a freak. You are a freak. Yeah. You're a computer a little, freak. A uh, freak a freak. I'm wondering if people have stopped listening and they won't even know that you can find me on Instagram at AddieYoMind, A-D-D-I-E-Y-O-M-I-N-D. My dad says my Instagram's way better than my Twitter and he is right. Okay, um, so follow you on Instagram. Follow me on Instagram. Uh, and also I host a, I co-host a monthly show at Dynasty Typewriter if you're in the Los Angeles area with Nick Kocher and Demi Adijuwebe. It's called Everything's Great and it is a show celebrating positivity. And if you don't like that, you can go fuck yourself. That's generally the tag of it. So it's just a, it's just a comedy show. It's a fantastic show. Show. I've Thanks, been. Ethan. It's unbelievable. Oh right, um, you saw me do go. karate. Yep. I, I did a thing at Dynasty Typewriter once. Oh. Yeah, probably. Yeah, they actually like. I can see. That was them Shane Mouse. You. Right, told you about. Oh right, right, right. Dynasty Typewriter is a wonderful Mouse. venue. The best. It's Mouse. really great. I said it wrong. You can go any night and see a great show. Yes, I swear that. Yes, I go to the Dynasty to Typewriter. That's at the old theater, right? The old yeah, Hayworth. Yeah. yeah, it's like on Wilshire and um, and Virgil. It's like it's in beautiful. They, uh, they did a really cool Perfect. thing after I gave my little presentation. I talked about rats laughing, which I'm sure you'll like. But <laughs> um, then they put it on the um, marquee. They said, "Rats, did you know rats laugh? We just learned." Or yeah. Oh. And it's I cool, took a picture. Right? I was like, "That was awesome." Yeah, They're the, the best. Marquee's cool. Yeah, Greg loved it. Uh, at Addie Yomind. Please follow Addie. She's the best. Doctor Greg. Where can people find you? What's going on? Should they take your classes? Where can they take my classes? If they're yeah. in London, maybe you'll be speaking about laughter. Maybe <laughs> I already did that. Ah, no, shit. actually, I didn't do London, so yeah, maybe. Okay. Um, I think the best way to get a hold of me is just Google Greg Bryant UCLA, and then that'll lead you to my webpage. Okay. And then um, there's stuff there, I guess. And if you're a student of, if you're a student at UCLA, I, d I teach in the Department of Communication. There we go. Um, I'm chair of the department this year, so Ooh. I'm not teaching very much. So I'm only teaching one class this year. Okay, He's a but um, big boss on I campus. Teach, yeah, top dog boss. Top, 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 top dog on campus. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the alpha chimp, the Kershack. Yeah, the Kershack. UCLA Kershack. Yeah. We have faculty meetings and pounding on chest. Yeah, good. So. Um, but yeah, I oh, and they can check out the, your music there too. I heard a few of your uh, your tracks. I do. I have some music there. <clears throat> yeah, you have to. You can find it. You have to, just a couple clicks through. Cool. Yeah. Um, and then um, yeah, during the normal when I'm teaching my normal load, I teach a class called language and music, which people <gasps> tend to like. Cool. And so, Whoa. And that's an interdisciplinary, Wait, that? but kind of an evolutionary approach to language and music. Okay. That's so cool. And um, yeah, so. 
Great. Okay, well, I Ugh. hope that you will both join us on some episode about a f- movie about rats laughing. I don't know what we could do, but Ratatouille, like, my dude. There's uh, lots of animals laughing. Wait, Ratatouille would be really fun. We did Ratatouille did already, Ratatouille? Addy. I'm sorry. Oh my. Uh, we'll delete the episode. I can't. It's with Thomas Lennon. <laughs> oh, it's amazing. No. Oh, no. <laughs> He's it's hilarious. Amazing. We'll, we'll, we'll come up with really another one. Really funny. We'll come up with a different one. Yeah, because yeah. we, we got to talk about this laughter thing. I yeah. find it fascinating, and yeah. I feel like Addy does too. Yeah. Um, okay, but thank you guys both for joining me today. I had a great time. I had a me great too. time. Thanks for having this me. was wonderful, Ethan. Anytime. Bye. 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 See ya. Ha ha. Ha Bad Science is hosted and produced by me, Ethan Edinburgh. Our associate producer is Emily Feld. Our editor is Lucas Bollinger. And the Execute Turk producer is Brett Kushner. Follow us on Instagram at Bad Science Show. That's at Bad Science Show. Or feel free to send us an email, badscience at seeker.com. That's badscience at seeker.com. Let us know what you think about the show, any movies we should do in the future. I always appreciate getting your emails. And of course, leave us an iTunes review. That lets other people hear about the show. And I'll see you all next week. Bye.